Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Courtney Anderson, a.k.a. Big C. One half of the Lit Cold Podcast with Edgar Jones. The podcast where the menu is short and sweet, but there's plenty for your mind to eat. Look, man, we back at y'all again with a brand new episode this week entitled Sacrifice. <clears throat> a lot of times people see people living in their successes, living in their uh, today, and they think that they just woke up and it was like that, right? Not knowing all the adversity they had to overcome to get there, not knowing all the sacrifices they made to display what you see as success in front of them, right? <clears throat> this week, we have some special guests on, right? One is the highly touted Tayshawn Wilson out of May Creek High School <clears throat> in the Katy area of Texas. Uh, I think Tayshawn's up to 19 or 20 plus D1 offers now. Uh, playing cornerback out there, May Creek. Phenomenal athlete, man. Big time track star, big time football star, but he's by way of the one and only Rayville, Louisiana, right? And his uncle, uh, the Christian Boogie Wilson, also from Rayville, uh, a McNeese University graduate, a LSU uh, graduate as well. Uh, and Boogie took Tayshawn in after his freshman year at Rayville, and they moved out to, uh, to Houston. And since then, the sky's been the limit, man. Big time camps, big time offers from big time schools. But there was a lot of sacrifices made to get them to that point. So today, Edgar and myself, we're going to dive into it with Boogie and Tayshawn, talk about those sacrifices in depth, talk about his why, his goals, what he wants to do, talk about the challenges faced by uh, Boogie with taking his nephew in at that late age. Uh, and then we're just going to have a good time. Right again, this is Big C, one half of the Lit Cold Podcast with Edgar Jones. Podcast with the menu is short and sweet, but there's plenty for your mind to eat. Tune in and enjoy, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. Welcome to the Eat Cypher. Flow hotter than the hands on Peter Piper. And now we would like to introduce you to your rivals. It's like Ali and Tyson. The hook is with the liking. So nothing, Mr. Bison. Maximus and Leonidas. You were in the booth with Titans. Goons, goblins, and Vikings. It ain't really nothing like us. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. It's your boy, Courtney Anderson, a.k.a. Big C. One half of the Lit Cold Podcast with Edgar Jones, the podcast where the menu is short and sweet. There's plenty for your mind to eat. As always, uh, we want to thank y'all for watching, for listening. Whether you've been watching it on uh, Facebook, whether you've been watching it on what else? One YouTube, listening on Spotify, Ghana, Apple Podcasts. We appreciate y'all, man. Because, like I always say, without y'all, we'd just be a couple of dudes talking. You know what I'm saying? So today we actually have a couple of special guests on uh, both Raven natives. Uh, I've been knowing their family forever. Uh, Mr. B-Boy worked with my uncle George in the Fearner home for a long time, back in the gap. I went to school with uh, with Punkin, Nene and Netta, I like that. So they've been around a long time. Uh, one up to the top left, that's the Christian Boogie Wilson, uh, graduate from Raver High School, McNeese State, LSU, uh, and just the overall good guy, man. Uh, I shouted him out a few a few weeks ago on Facebook because I feel like we uh, we focus on the negative so much. There's so many negative stories out there. 
but him, uh, Watkins, and uh, what's my boy's name? What's Edmond's son name? The Christian Hill map. Uh, Edmund. 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 <clears throat> so those three guys, man, they've been together from high school to college, pledged alpha together, still support each other to this day. They still uh, hang out with each other, but they ain't on no negative stuff. It's all positive, right? Uplifting each other at all times. That's that's something that don't get highlighted a lot. So I wanted to put a light on it because we usually talking about uh, some of us doing something else, like not taking care of responsibilities, uh, drugging hard, shooting, whatever. We like to highlight that more so than the, than the positive, right? So I just wanted to give him his flowers, him and his crew. Shout out to y'all. And then at our bottom right, we have his nephew, the highly touted Mr. Tayshawn Wilson, uh, out of May Creek High School out there in Texas. Uh, by way of Raver, we're gonna, we're gonna still shout Raver out, but you know, better opportunity out that way. And then he he took it, he took that opportunity and he's running with it, man. Uh, how many offers we sitting at now? 19, Nine. 18, 19 offers right now. That's big, another year to go. Uh, I've seen them shutting down stuff at camp. You might have seen them on uh, on ESPN doing WWE moves on on some unfortunate kid. <laughs> that was uh, it's obviously a drill. They ain't know where he was from, right? Because it was obviously a drill where where somebody had to stop him from getting to the ball and then stop him from getting back across, right? And where we from, we grow up on on competition, right? That's like an everyday thing for us, so. I don't really think they knew who they threw him in there with, but uh, <laughs> he found out the hard way, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to both of y'all, man. I let I let Edgar say his piece, and then we'll we'll get it rolling. No, man. Uh, like Corey said at the beginning, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for the support. Um, this would not be possible without y'all, um, you know, liking, subscribing, and honestly, too, being able to spread. Um, spread the word and continue to spread uh, my podcast. And I also say this, the feedback has been um, definitely important. Um, you know, there are days, man, where it, it could be challenging. Sometimes we trying to, you know, battle through our own personal problems that we're dealing with and things we try to navigate through. So getting those uplifting words from y'all um, and knowing that this has had an impact on y'all and y'all's personal lives. Um, that's huge. You know, that's huge. So, that's all I got. All right on. So I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump right in it, Tay. I'm gonna throw a couple names at you. Uh and when you hear them, you tell me a little bit about them and what they mean to you. And I start, I start at the top of the list with uh Miss Punk and Wilson. Like when you hear that name, what is what does that mean to you? Like it means everything, but he had me. Like when I, like, like, breaking up. Hold on, right quick. Can you hear him, Elgin? <clears throat> Chopping up a little bit. Chopping up a little. Maybe he probably just got to get a little closer to the, uh, he probably ain't catching his voice all the way from back there. Let's try it now. So, like, I hear my mom now. It's like, it's like everything to me because it's like she might, like, she my head name like my mom, you know, like she had me, you know. So when I think of her, it's like 
everything. Like she's my. Yeah, and I know she. I know she's extremely proud of you. Like I, I can remember her having you in tow everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like she. <laughs> Everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Walking around Raven, wherever she was, you were. Uh, and I know she, I know she's proud of you. I want to kick a shout out to her too, because uh her allowing you to go with your uncle is big. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times uh some women have pride issues or parents in general, right? Just a better opportunity somewhere. Uh a lot of people don't want to let their babies go, you know what I'm saying? That take a lot, that's a big sacrifice. Uh but she she allowed you to do it. Your uncle took you in, y'all training, y'all working hard, and you seeing she's seeing the upside of it now. You know what I'm saying? So the next the next name on my list is Netta John, right? What is when you hear that? What do you think? Are you talking about my nana? Yeah. And when I hear my nana, it's like <laughs> he's the best, like best grandma ever. It's like. She like her, like her and my mom, like they support me 100%. So it's like, I'm gonna give 100% for them everything and everything I do. So it really mean everything to me. I got you. And last but not least, Boogie Wilson, your uncle up there. I think my uncle mind me, like, like he's one of my everything too, because you know, like he didn't have to, you know, take me in and, you know, put me through all the training and all that. But he did anyway, you know. Like he worked the things out with my mom, got me to Texas. Like ever since then, never looked back, and we've been like bonded ever since, and just going up ever since then. I got you, I got you. So, Book, what was that? What was the? At what moment did you know, like you wanted to take him in and get him out there to where you were, and really? Um, I'm gonna go a little bit in depth. So it all started, man, with the previous coach at Rabel. He had reached out. I try to have, you know, Tay was coming in his ninth grade year. You know, they had changed the offense. Bursey coached me. So I had went to Kansas to coach college ball. And um, mm-hmm. I was in contact with him. He was, he straight up told me, he was like, hey, I can't do nothing with him. I'm like, what you mean you can't do nothing with him? He ain't a bad kid. Like, in ninth grade, you mean, what you mean? Like, Treat him like any other kid. So um, he called me. He, I, I talked to Tay. Got on him about some things he was doing. Um, we went back. Um, it was getting close during the season, man. And um, I went. It was Tay first game starting against. Um, Tay, what was the team? Fairly. It, it was to me, man. It was just to be and go and play. It was kind of dysfunctional. You know, just being, I'm just being honest, brutally mm-hmm. honest. And um, like, I talked to the coach, uh, me and Coach Duke, we talk all the time. And I was just like, man, like they, it's just how, it's different in Texas, man. I'm just being honest. Uh, it's yeah. like, they would rather just tell you how good you are rather than, ele- you know, like if someone's good, they'd be like, man, that kid good. Instead of man, you know, not beating them down, but like, hey, you good, but you got you got to level up, man, because you know you got to raise the level playing. So man, just out to talk, just out of talking with them, you know, I told the coach he had a, he called me again at the end of the season, well, middle of the end of the season, because Tay didn't travel with them, and he was, we had a meeting that um, end of the fall, and he was just like um, that he would love them back, but. 
it's nothing he can do with him. And at that point, I was just, and then his grades was um, beginning to drop too. And I was just like, yeah, at this point, I don't see no positive in this. So, I, I, and then I feel like better, he would do better with me. Um, because during that time also, when I was in Kansas, he wanted to move up there with me. And I was just like, it's different in Kansas, man. It's a culture shock. And I was like, he, he ain't ready for that life. Yeah, he ain't ready for that life. So I'd rather just move back down. And um, that's when I decided to just move back down, man. And um, we ended up just made the decision to move to Houston. Um, Uncle Junior live in Richmond. We, we live in um, Katy. So we ended up making that, making that decision. Like I said, the rest, reached out to some people um, I trained with, rest was rest history from there, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I see uh, me watching, uh, it was a picture you put up a while a while ago. I think it was just you and him at a camp maybe, like in the shadows almost. And uh, <laughs> it just, it kind of, it kind of spoke to me because I, you know, I used to coach uh, Little League Junior High, right? And I helped at the high school one year, uh, but I was JW's first coach, right? So I, we're not, we, we're cousins, we're not uncle and nephew, but I know what that feels like to put in work with somebody that's, that's cut from your same cloth, right? And then start to see that progress and start to see him reaping benefits and playing with confidence because the work's been put in already. Uh, that's something I can say about you. Tell I see you at these at these camps, and they got these guys who's supposed to be uh, big time receivers. They they uh, six three six four. They outweigh you, but the heart and the confidence is there. Uh, talk about them, and when did you when did you know like I'm that guy? Like I'm one of, I'm one of them. When did you realize that? <laughs> uh, it took a little minute. It took a little minute for me to gain that confidence because, like, when I first started playing corner, you know, we had, like, the 7-on-7 tournament in Dallas. So, it was my first time playing corner. Well, like, it wasn't my first time playing corner, but, you know, like, live at corner. So, it was some, like, some guys that, like, some, like, some really good guys. Like, yeah. one receiver, Evan Stewart, like, one number one receiver in this class. So... Like, I had to hold him, like, the first game. And, like, it was pretty rough. But, you know, it humbled me. So, I have to, like, we played then. We played Aaron Anderson from in the car. And it was, like, he called on me, too. Like, so we just, like, training. Like, just started training a lot. Like, every time we go to camp, I see improvement. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be improved every camp. So, it's, like, after that. I started shutting down camps so I just started gaining my confidence ever since then. Yeah. And you got anything for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot. I got a lot. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, first of all, um, Boogie Man, you know that uh what you did, bro, that took a that took a lot of you uh getting outside of yourself, man. That's basically what you're saying, it's bigger than me, you know what I'm saying? Like you making it about, you know, your nephew, man. So so I salute you on that. And I know uh that took a lot to be able to do that, you know, because 
here you are in your life when really is all, I mean, you funk, you going at your own speed, you know what I'm saying? You coaching, <laughs> doing your thing or whatever. And now there's a problem that comes up with your nephew. Um, and a lot of times, man, you know, people may be there and get some advice, but then they just kind of turn the other cheek and keep moving. But you went back and said, you know, I need to help my nephew out. And I need to actually put him in a position where he could be successful. So again, salute you on, you know, you getting outside of yourself and saying, and being selfless and saying, hey, yo, it's, it's, it's about my nephew and it's about putting him in a position. Kind of digressing going back for a second though, talk about the challenge. Cause Tay, I'm pretty sure that was a challenge for you leaving. You, you uprooting, you basically leaving, going to a whole, you going to a whole neck of the woods that ain't your neck of the woods. <laughs> That's some goon goblins bikers around there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that take that's a huge, huge jump. So um Boogie, I'll let you go first talking about you know the challenge that came with that. And then you know, after that, Tate man, you can jump in and share, you know, yeah. how you felt, man. Cause that's a lot, man. That's and that's a lot that people don't talk about either. You know what I'm saying? Man, it was a hard challenge, man. Cause like if anybody know me, like I'm die hard rebel, I'm reparable, like to the fullest, man. And it like it kind of broke me and I had I was talking to my, my lady about it, man. When, um, when we went and watched him. Uh, me, like my whole family went watched his first game. And man, he was he was getting killed back there. And um, I was just like, I, I think I'm gonna take him, man. Like, you know, he's playing quarterback, let's be real. Um, it ain't too many five nine quarterbacks, you know, that's gonna that's gonna make it to the next level. So I was like, and I had been talking about, I was like, man, I think you do better at corner um, just because you already athletic, you fast, you strong, you're hard. And playing college ball, it kind of give you that, I see, like, you could be 5'9 and excel as long as you have the proper tangibles. So, man, that, that, that challenge was, it, it hurt. Like I said, I, I talked to mom about it. Mom was, she was like, yeah, you know, go ahead and make the change and just talking to, you know, talking to Ed, talking to Sean about it. Um, my, I talked to him about it. He didn't, he, at first he was like, he wanted to, but then he kind of got kind of homesick because he, he would come, because every summer, the difference though, I would say about Tato, every summer when he was with Raven, even in eighth grade, he would come out and train with me during my summer camp. So when I, I was in college, he would come out and train with me and some of my boys. So some of the people that went on and played college ball and went had free agency in the NFL, Tayshaun have been around them. So it kind of helped them also to be down there and see it. So when, when it came to that challenge, I was like, hey man, you know, if this what you want, like, like this is what it's gonna take, you know, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices and, and leave home because, and you know, because you got friends and I had to tell them like, man, just look at my friends. You know, some of my friends, you was around me all my life, like nothing against my friends. Cause you know, every, I, I turn everything into a positive. I was just telling him to do the same thing as far as the challenges that, you know, leaving his friends, leaving his mom behind. I'm like, hey, it ain't about right now, you know? Cause of course everybody gonna miss you right now, but it, you, you know, they'll appreciate it in the end. So. That, that was the biggest thing in my challenge, man, just taking them away from, you know, the hometown, the family, yeah. um, the school. Um, that's the biggest thing, the school, because I, I would love for him to graduate um, from Rayward, you know, being that our family, you know, it's, we just Rayward, our yeah. family graduated. 
So that just mean a lot, you know, but I battle with myself even coming back, um, just talking to Coach Bercy um, about everything because I originally the plan was um, when Bercy was, Coach Bercy was there, give a lot of respect to him. I was supposed to go coach, um, we was in the talks, I was going to go coach college ball. And then after I, I told him, after I graduate, you know, he wanted me to come back. Um, but he ended up leaving like right after I came back. And because um, I, I wanted to coach Tate and um, moved up here got that opportunity. So um, that, I say that'll be the challenge, man, just taking him away from home. Um, kind of tradition being that our family played there and just wanted to see him in the green and gold. So, yeah. but in the day, you know, it's about the end goal. Yeah. You know, you know man, it's so, um, go ahead, Tay. Like the challenge for me, yeah, like back to off what he said, you know, it's like being from Rev, you know, you want to be in Rev all the time. So, like you want to be in Rev, you want to play for Rev, you want to do everything in Rev. So, with that, it was like, I didn't want to leave. Like, it's like I wanted to leave because I knew it wouldn't, it wouldn't have ended. Like, like it wouldn't be going how it's going right now for me if I would have stayed in Rebel. So that's what I had to make a decision on and make sure like, it ain't, yeah, like you say, it ain't about now. It's about the end, the end goal. So I made a decision and like, like all the family made a decision and they felt that it would have been way better if I would have, um, you know, moved up there with him. So, like, and it's been the best decision that the family ever made, like, honestly. So, it was like, yeah. Like, the challenge was hard, you know, getting used to it out here and all that, you know. Yeah. But it ain't nothing we can't get used to, right? So, we, um, like, when we came out here, like, first camera here, you know, switched the corner. Like, he switched me to DB, like, because, like you say, it ain't too many. And quarterbacks and he like takes period. So <laughs> like like going to college anyway, you know. So it was like man, I was like, yeah, man, might as well, because I don't I ain't trying to get hurt. Like it'll be better for me overall, you know, to play corner. So like we started training that corner. You know, like it's been like like it's just been a journey from there. Like it's just went up ever since. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, Boogie, back kind of, Tay, I'm going to come back to you a little bit, but Boogie, back to you. Really what you did is you gave him exposure, man. You know, wherever you was at, you just brought him there, let him be around the cast that you was coaching, let him work out, let him see different places. You know, and a lot of times in life when you're giving an individual exposure like that, it really starts to open their eyes to, to other things in the world that's going on and not really functioning out of a box. So that's huge for you to give him that exposure like that. That's kind of similar to JW. Like everywhere I played, Jay, I would bring Jay wherever I was at. And and whether he came to a game or he just came to the city and not even go to a game, just him seeing something different and thinking outside of the box. So again, salute you for doing that. And I tell you, I'm gonna tell you something about you. I'm gonna tell you something about that, that I've recognized about you just by you starting off at the beginning of this podcast and tell me how you got whooped. First you left. First you left Ray with the Texans. Yeah. Then you switched a whole position. You went from offense to defense. And then you admitted like, man, I was getting whooped. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So it shows me how resilient and how tough you are because now when people see the highlights, right? They see like you really stepping into your own, you being confident, right? 
like your swagger that's on the field, but they see the they see the movie. They don't see all the things that went on behind making a movie. You know what I'm right. saying? Like the edit, cut, edit, cut, mess up on this, mess up on that. You get whooped. You know, so for you to keep coming back to the field and going back into the weight room and training with your your, your uncle and knowing he gonna be tough on you. You know what I'm saying? He gotta make sure, you know, <laughs> cause he gotta have that fine balance. I'm pretty sure of loving you, but also being tough on you as well. So you just got whooped by this receiver that you gotta come in there, you gotta hear him, you know, talk to you or whatever, <laughs> right? Like you gotta come back on the field the next day. Like mentally, dude, I salute you for you to have that, 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 um, the physical is important, but mentally being able to tap back into what you need to tap into. And I think people don't understand that from a sports side of it, because it's one thing to be going out there winning and come back on the field. But when you get whooped, I gotta go back out there you know, and I gotta get my, my confidence and my composure. So again, man, I salute you uh, and Boogie just on um, how challenging that is in the position both y'all were in. And take again to you just your your mental capacity to be able to deal with taking losses and switching positions and still going back to the drawing board, working on your craft. You know what I'm saying? Just critiquing your craft a little bit and working on it. So salute you again on that. Yeah, you you said uh you said the word exposure earlier. Uh, I heard it said somewhere exposure leads to expansion, right? So here being exposed to bigger, better. First of all. Uh, we did come from Raven. <laughs> uh, we used to have to go play Boogie. Y'all weren't playing Delta no more. Egg and I used to have to go play Delta, right? And you want to talk about, you might as well play in the yard. Like it ain't nothing, it's a, it's a cornfield right here. And then it's they little field right here. And we used to go play at uh, McCall, right? Put ants on Ooh. the bus, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'd be cats sitting in the tree, literally. Cats in the trees. When you gotta walk through the fence, cats in the tree throwing stuff at you, talking noise to you. Uh, but when you go to Texas, man, I, I graduated from Southern, <laughs> right? It's 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 campuses out there bigger than my college. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's a it's like why wow, all this, right? And then him getting exposed to these these different teams, the names he get to say that he had to compete against, right? You get exposed to all of this, and now your game then expanded because you're working harder. You see where the level at. I gotta, I gotta match this. I gotta beat this. So that's big. <clears throat> and the next thing is, if if y'all ain't learned nothing else, or Tay, if you ain't learned, I'm sure Boogie know already. But most of the time, where it's a challenge, it is room. To, it's it's a chance to grow, right? And so y'all meeting that challenge head on, like we're gonna hit this head on. You started out getting whooped. Right, it was hard at first, seemed hard, you're missing everybody. But look at what's happening right now, right? Going into your last year, 19 offers on the table. Everybody on the screen played football, right? Boogie went on, played in college. I stopped, uh, I stopped after high school. I was a 16 year old senior. I had, I was decorated, Edgar was decorated, went on to the league. One none of us <laughs> get 19 offers. Right, when none of us is decorated as him, we wasn't we weren't going to these camps. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't we wasn't like that, but you are. Uh, and so that with that could come pressure, right? Because everybody looking at you. But one thing I do see him doing though is is answering that bell every time. You know what I'm saying? Every time, uh, every time I see him on film, man, he 
he doing something to jump out at you, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's at a camp, whether it's at a seven on seven. He high pointing the ball over somebody to six three six four. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, Edgar, I don't know if you can lay under three fifteen today, because because Edgar wasn't a weight room warrior, right? <laughs> but I seen that little fella lay under three fifteen and get it up off of him. You know what I'm saying? At DB in high school, that's that's pushing it. I wouldn't push a three fifteen coming up. Maybe Nacho would, but I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I can do it now. But I'm a grown man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're a one of one. Uh, and I just want you to know that you still with us? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I but see we had lost the screen, but <clears throat> uh so have you have you been feeling in there that press? I guess is what I'm getting around to asking. Uh has there been any pressure that's coming along with getting these offers now, uh visiting these bigger schools? Uh are you feeling any pressure from that, or is it just an everyday thing now? It's pressure, like it's a little pressure, you know, like the way you, if you know, the expectations now. So it's like, oh man, if I'm going to this school, it, like, and I see they guys, you know, it's like, yeah, I got to step it up, you know. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's about improving now, like. Wherever I end up, you know, it's just I got to hit it 100 percent, you know, get my off and just, you know, and keep working. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's all right to feel that pressure. I think all of us feel pressure because we pressure ourselves because you're trying to do something great. Uh, and it's outside of football, just in life in general. Right. Anytime you you pushing to do something, you're going to feel some pressure because you want to succeed. But one thing that I do know y'all been doing is putting the work in. So it ain't really pressing. Once the, it's, it's almost like before the game start, right? And they, they playing the national anthem. You getting jittery, we throw the helmets up. You know, you feel all these butterflies. I don't know what's about to happen. And then kick off first hit. Now it's all instinct, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just moving out here, I'm being who I am. Uh, I can tell you one thing, when, when you go see them guys, they see you too. You ain't no, you ain't no puppet, right? You, to be five nine or whatever, whatever you win, you put together on it, man. And uh, an explosive corner, uh, that that switch too, book. I gotta tell you too, that switch was a smart thing because a lot of cats would have wanted to see uh him be on the offensive side of the ball, not just quarterback, but it could have been because he because he has big playmaking ability, but uh receiver maybe running back. <clears throat> But we know receivers and running backs at certain sizes come a dime a dozen. But when you switch it to corner, the size they ain't no jump at you, but then the measurables do. The speed, the jumping ability, the strength, right? Now it takes you from being middle of the pack to top tier, right? So that was a that was a smart move on your behalf too. Um, what's what's been your, your favorite visit so far uh, throughout this process? I'm gonna say my favorite this far have been because like all the coaches are like they're really genuine guys, you know. And like they show like feel wanted, like they hit me up every day, just making me feel like uh, you know, like and they give me that family feel. I got you. Like they they've been my my favorite visit so far. I got you. 
Yo, uh, go ahead, Core. Well, the last, the last thing I'm gonna say is uh, the importance of uh, a positive male figure, right? Uh, the Christian stepping in, right? You don't have, you got kids yet, but yeah, I got one. Got, got one child now, boy, or girl. A uh, girl, she nine months. Hey, congratulations on congrats, that. I, I didn't know. <clears throat> congratulations on that, but <clears throat> being present. As a as an older male in the younger man's life, man, it's everything, especially in our community. And I do see Aaron at the shout out to Aaron. So I see him at, at some of the visits with you. Uh <clears throat> I see him posting you up proud, you know what I'm saying? But that's big to know, to look in the stands and know somebody out there watching you, or somebody or look to that sideline and see your uncle over there. Uh so shout out to you for setting that example too, Boogie, because it's something that uh that's something else we don't highlight much, you know. Let it let it be told. The, the media say we don't we don't take care of our own. We don't do that, you know what I'm saying? But here's a prime example of it and what could come from it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's big in his life. You giving them something else to look up to besides what social media, YouTube, uh, new music, and all this stuff. Besides what it puts in front of them, right? If you wasn't around, if, if positive males wasn't around in his life it's easy for that to take them this way, right? So it would have been easy for us to go left, you know what I'm saying? I could have went left a few times, but I knew boy kid me, so I stayed right, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's big, and shout out to you, Tayshun, because we hadn't, with all this, all the accolades you're getting now and all the, all the spotlight on you, if you if you would have messed up at any point and gotten to some, like they gonna, they gonna push that out in front, right? So shout right. out to you for staying out of trouble Keeping your keeping your nose clean, man. Doing your thing. Uh, and shout out to you, Booger, for being that that positive influence, that positive male influence in this life, man. Because it's needed. It's big. Appreciate that. Uh, Yo, Tay, I got a question for you, man. Um, what's your goal? <laughs> my goal is to do it big, you know. Like my goal to the league so like my uncle said like me and my uncle talk about it was like so this your goal you know make it happen like don't have no like he didn't say like don't have no you know plan b you know just in case you know say if i get hurt or something like that you know but it was like if this my goal you know i have to make it happen you know so if that's my goal i'm gonna do everything i can just so i can achieve so and that's me what um what motivate you? Like, what's your why? And uh, cause you know that's the that's the other thing. Like, ain't nobody making you get on the field. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, them long days and them long nights, man. That you training and going to practice and getting up early in the morning. All the things that that we have no idea about, that only you and Boogie know about, right? And then actually, some things that only you know about. Like, <laughs> what's your motivator? Like, why? Like my motivation to my family, you know, because like everywhere, you know, it's like I don't want them there, you know. Yeah. So it's like I really, I, I want to go to them. And also, my little girl, I want to, uh, like, she pushed me, like, it's like every day, you know, like, she two weeks and a half. So it's like every day, like, I go out, it's for her and the family every day. So for them, I'm doing that, I'm going hard every day. Every time it's something like the workout, or I'm doing it hundred percent, and I ain't taking no days off. That's big, man. Your um, 
your why motivates you and you can't motivate yourself. And sometimes it be like that. <laughs> like it, it's a hundred degrees, you're going out on that turf, you know, you just, mm. you know, you always go back to your why, man. Like why you, why you do what you do. So that's great to hear that you got your why, man. And you know, just from, from back to you, you continue to keep that at the forefront um, of your life, you know what I'm saying? Yo, what do you what do you feel like it is you need to improve on? Cause I know, I'm pretty sure you observed that and you watched that, right? Like, and then having your uncle around you, you know, it's easy to focus on your strengths, but we understand in sports, right? People gonna look at you and they gonna look at how I can beat you, right? right? They know what you do well, but like, how can I beat them? What do you feel like it is you need to improve on? I feel, you know, I need to improve on like, you know how I go about like just decision making, you know, like on the fix, like I rarely take chances, you know, like I had a chance to like intercept the ball, like, and I knock it down to something like that, but you know, it's just like my decision making and just the effort, like a hundred percent, like every play. So, and also, you know, it's just, you know, little things at DB, you know, that'll get me beat. So I'm definitely, that's definitely some things I want to, you know, improve on. Yeah, continue to keep doing that, man. I mean, that's important in life. I mean, you think we go back and we think about film study. The purpose of film study is to be able to watch your opponent and see what they do and what they struggle with and then actually what they do well. And then there's also <clears throat> the importance of film studies being able to watch yourself, you know, and be like, hey, how can I improve? How can I continue to work on myself? Um, I know the only, you know, I can give you a lot of advice, but one thing I continue <laughs> To, to say to you, man, is uh, find that that person on the field or that 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 other athlete, um, and observe and watch them and see what you can learn from them. You know, the goods, the greats, and just continue to be a student, man. Continue to keep, and I can tell you on that frequency level now. You know, the way you think and the way you look in that situations, and then having your uncle as well to be able to have an impact in your life, but just continue to be a student, man. You know. Uh, Goals are made to be uh, completed. I make a goal, right? I make it to the league, now what? You know, I make uh, I make eight years in the league, now what? I make Pro Bowl, now what, right? I get 19 offers, now what? But I ain't never heard nobody say they tired of growing. You know what I'm saying? That growth right. will always have you looking for, like, what's the, what's the next thing? What's the next thing I need to keep looking at? So, uh, man, just continue to keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, it's uh, and then you know we talk about pressure. You knew the pressure was gonna come. Pr pressure was actually you leaving Ravel and getting on the football field, going <laughs> from quarterback to quarterback. That's pressure, you know. But I think about, and I'm pretty sure your uncle can add to this as well, Courtney. I think about the pressure that I've been in. I always go back to man, I've been training, I've been working. You know what I'm saying? So I go back to my preparation. If your preparation is good and your preparation is tight, when a moment of opportunity is in front of you, it's normal It's normal to be nervous. It's normal to have, you know, like, oh man, I feel like, a, you know, a little fear I have right now, you know what I'm saying? But then you always go back to, well, I've been working. I've been taking care of business. So that always kind of brings that back down for you, man. So I salute you, dude, for real. Yes, sir. Yeah, pressure extremely important, right? That's what you just when you find out what you made of. We want to right. find out what, what water can do, put it under extreme heat, 
it'll boil, right? And then turn the steam. You put it under extreme cold, it's gonna turn to ice. It's a use for all it, right? <laughs> Sometimes you need all of them, but you only find out what it can do once you put it under pressure. So you being under pressure right now, and you still performing how you perform and staying humble, still working like you're working, it lets us know what you made of. Uh, <clears throat> Edgar started off before we even started recording and said he he knew you didn't really know him. Uh, so your goal that you want to do, he did that already, seven years in the league. The reason we know that you can do it is because all that natural stuff you got going on, he ain't had none of that, right? He had, he did have, he did have 6'3", 230 or so coming out of high school. He had that. But what Edgar did was worked his ass off extra, way more than we did. His behind the scenes was extra, and that took him all the way. So with you putting in that same kind of work behind the scenes and you got what you got going, sky the limit. It's all about you, though. <clears throat> the, my advice would be everybody going to be saying league, 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 and that's your goal, right? What college you going to? Big school, big school, big school, league, league, league. Don't let it get too big. Keep it simple, right? Uh, next day, next play, next decision in your mind every day, right? It ain't, it ain't really about the big – that don't exist yet. You're making the future right now, right? Future – I like to say the future don't exist because it don't. We just – what we're doing right now, just building up, you know what I'm saying? So keep making the right decisions because it's going to be – we make them all day long, every day. You get up in the morning, man, I don't feel like getting up today. Your other side, man, get your ass up. You know what I'm saying? Make the right decision every time. The next one, make sure it's the next right decision every time. And that's going to carry you the way you want to go, right? We can sit here and tell you all day, you you great. You, you're doing great things, right? But we can't watch our own movies. So a lot of times you don't know it. You're just being you, right? That's right. my next piece of advice. Keep just being you. You'll start getting compared to people, uh, Patrick Petersons and all this, because of your speed and strength. You get you start getting compared to these DBs that's in school now that's coming out now. Just keep being the best taste on. Keep it simple. Next play, next decision, right? Look back on, on uh the challenge that you had when you when you first moved. You see how much you've grown from going through that challenge. So every time you meet one. Knock it out. <laughs> Just run into it. That's, that's something I see you do too. Yeah, every cone ain't coming up to lay that lumber. You you coming up to <laughs> you coming up to lay it. That's that that's that old school stuff. That's that's the raver side of things. So even though you you left raver, you had to leave. There's certain stuff that's in you that come from that place, man. I tell you, everybody, everywhere I go, I done been a lot of places. Elgar has, Booger has. It ain't no place. Like that little magical place we come from, you know what I'm saying? And we steady, steady producing it. Uh, and you're gonna still, you're gonna carry that torch, right? And understand that uh, your daughter, your family, they watching you, but it's other cats out there. It's cats that probably would have went the other way, went to the streets and stuff, get to watch a Tayshawn Wilson from Ravia get all these offers, then go to a big school, then go on to the league, right? When you can look at somebody that look like you and from where you from, right? And say, well, he did it. And that lets you know the next person can do it. That's that's something you're gonna care whether you like it or not. Edgar cared it, right? So a lot of cats saw Edgar Jones do it and then was like, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he gone to the lead. Edgar went right behind Edgar Murphy. 
You got your, your, your Kenny Bills, your Chris Tolliver's all on the line. They just start dominoing. But that's because we saw one do it, and it's like, okay, floodgate open, right? You, uh, a Nietzsche Sledge, right? Uh, uh, Xavion Bryce, right? These Ravel products, big, big time, though. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep on carrying that torch, man. Keep doing what you're doing, boogie. I can't shout you out enough, man, for for uh taking that on. Cause like Edgar said, you was a you was a bastard. You was out, you know what I'm saying? Living your life, <laughs> doing your thing, making money. You know what I'm saying? Staying where you want to stay, coaching, doing what you want to do. And you say, hey man, I see little one need me, and we gonna we gonna make this happen, and it's happening. So shout out to both of y'all, man. Uh, Boogie, you want to have any closing remarks? I mean, Elga wrap this thing on up, but shout out to y'all. Hey, again, man, like I say, um, yeah, I, I get a lot, you know, for doing what I did for Tay, but I, I would like to give a big shout out to my brothers, Print and Didi, um, you know, around the town, they don't get looked at, you know, mm -hmm. as, as the proper role models, but man, them dudes are role models for me because um, they taught me what not to do, you know, the stuff yeah. that you know, the good stuff, the bad stuff. I just had, I was blessed to have a proper mindset to look at everything in a positive aspect. And um, when I seen they do something, and mama didn't appreciate it, I was like, okay, show me what not to do. And um, and that's why I try to be with Tay, man. Like, I try to be real authentic with him, just like Prince and Didi was, you know, with me. Um, they ain't never shot, you know, try to hide, you know, what they was doing or stuff, all that type of good stuff, you know, what they, that they were doing, I ain't trying to hide it. So they were just being real so I could see it and see the good and the bad of it. And, um, you know, so, and that's the same way I want to be with Tay. Um, so I try to preach that the same way. And um, I want to give a shout out to Edgar too, because I was one of them kids, man. I live right in front of y'all. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of them kids who looked up to you. So um, that was huge. I Man, I still remember your camp you had and you brought your boy McLean and um, a couple more guys. Yeah. And um, that really pushed me. And then when you did that, it kind of gave me the light. And that's why I, I modeled my life like, it ain't about me. Um, and just that talk from those guys went a long way because I've lived like, I went to go play college ball, but to be honest, it wasn't for me. <laughs> I was really good academically. So like, mm -hmm. I could do whatever I want because I had the brains for it. So I went to go, honestly, I went to go play college ball just to show the kids in Rabel that somebody else could do it, you know? And that's why I always tried to come back and give as, you know, as much knowledge as I can, because at the end of the day, I always knew it wasn't about me. It was about the next and that's the same thing I try to do it with Tay, man, and tell the young guys um, back home that, like, even though it feel like it's about you, it's really about the next. It's like what you could do for the next. And I know if I can help Tay, you know, take his game to the next level, it's still little kids, even though Tay not in Raver right now, it's still little kids in Raver that look up to him, you know, and they still look up to me and they reach out. So just even though, you know, I'm not there, they're still trying to make an impact um, you know, through like help, you know, me and Tay make an impact to Ravel. So um yeah, God, I appreciate that, man. And no problem, man. I had no idea that that had the impact on you, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh 
I appreciate you, dude, for um, letting me know that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had no idea, man, you know? So salute you again. Yeah, man, y'all, uh, shout out shout out to Print D, right? So shout out, rest in peace, my boy, Wooga. The same way with me, right? Uh, that's real love when, when your people do something a certain way and they see something else on you and, and tell you now, nah, you know what I'm saying? You good at this. We gonna still show you this, but this ain't your lane. That's your lane over there. That's that's real love, right? So take anybody you ever around, you're gonna be around a lot of people. <clears throat> if they trying to get you to go left, they don't, they don't love you for it because they know they see what you do. Tay play ball, take care of his child, he's he doing his thing. Let that be your lane, right? And then, like I said, outside of football, if football don't ever work out, <clears throat> you still special, right? Because you, you can see something and attack it and make the best out of it. Football aside, you can do that with any other thing in life. Your uncle just told Scholastic, that's, that was my thing. I attacked it, right? More so than my, my brothers, I attacked that hard because that was my thing, right? This is your thing and whatever you want to do. Because because football lasts this long. <clears throat> Even if you go to the league, you go to the league and have a good 10-year career. Yeah, you can tell you, it, it came and went. And now life here, now that daughter of yours going to be in her teens. <clears throat> and that ain't like no receiver you ever, ever faced in your life. Because I got, I got two, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One approaching teens. One about to be 20. Edgar got one of her teams. Life gonna give you some challenges, but you gotta approach them the same way you approach the game. You wanna be great at it, you gotta work behind the scenes, right? You're gonna have to make some sacrifices. Sometimes it's gonna beat you, but you gotta get back up and go. That's why I love football so much. Edgar and I talk about it all the time, man. Somebody run you over, flatline you, right? And the whistle blow. And all in this split second, you think, damn, I just got my head knocked off. Hurt too, but guess what? <laughs> that whistle blew. Everybody getting back lined up. So we got to get up and do this again. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to win this time, right? Keep that in mind. Keep being you. You know what I'm saying? Boogie, keep being you. Keep on molding, man, because that's what you're doing. Whether it's training, coaching, teaching, Tay, others, right? You're a molder, man. <clears throat> Egg and I actually look up to you because it's something we talk about, getting back into coaching and, and doing this later on, right? You're doing it right now. So that's, that's big, shout out to you. Tay, keep being great. Don't worry about, about Raver. Raver gonna be behind you. We, we proud, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and just keep, y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. Yes, sir, I appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate you. Bro, man, appreciate you. Well, it's the lit code, we out.